Hey everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you market and grow your business so simply that it makes your competitors say, why didn't we think of that? I'm your host, Sam Moss, and I can't wait to see you be the leader of your industry. Hey friends, and welcome back for another episode of Small Business Made Simple. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I visited a gym, and not really for the reasons you're thinking. I know if you pro- if you've recently seen um, my profile picture or you know Instagram or anything, you're you're probably thinking to yourself, yeah, there's no way he uh, went to a gym. I don't know what he's talking about. But the reason I went to a gym is because today on the podcast, I have husband and wife business owners Travis and Cindy Barnes. Now, they own a franchise called Journey 333, which is a gym based here in upstate New York. Um, Something they're incredibly, incredibly passionate about is celebrating the success of their customers. They're here today to share, you know, how you can do the same thing with your customers and how it will explode your business. Here's my interview with local small business owners, Travis and Cindy Barnes. Cindy and Travis, thank you so much for being here on the podcast. You guys are really doing a great job here at Journey Fitness. Well, thank you for having us. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. So can you guys share just briefly your story behind what really started Journey Fitness and why you got into it? Okay, definitely. Uh, So I think the story kind of begins with me because uh, as a youngster, you know, five years old, I first fell in love with fitness. And then uh, as I got older, I moved to Las Vegas. I was thinking it would be my pit stop on the way to Venice Beach. Everybody goes to Venice when I was younger to you know, work out where Arnold did. Um, but I wound up in Vegas, and I started my first job at the Gold's Gym in Las Vegas, Nevada. And let me just say that for a small-town boy to go to Las Vegas, it was... Uh, it a was, little eye-opening? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eye-opening, they call it... Uh, a temptation city, yeah. and uh, I did fall into some tem- temptation. Uh, took a little bit of a wayward journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wayward journey uh, involved drugs. I wound up on the wrong side of the law, mm-hmm. and I wound up on the wrong side of the fence for almost a decade of my life. Now, it wasn't all bad. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't all just you know drugs and doing bad things. Um, you know, We have these moments of clarity and, and great moments. Uh, I met Cindy along the way. Met Cindy along the way before. That was a nice moment. Wasn't yeah, it? <laughs> that was awesome. That was fantastic. In fact, it was like uh, like meeting uh, an angel that would uh, one day wait for me and visit me like an angel with an assignment, you know. And uh, that's what Cindy did during that decade. And so while I was away, I reconnected with my passion for fitness. I help people. I trained them for tunas and stamps. That's prison currency. People will, <laughs> people will give you, uh, you know, like whatever they can for you helping them out. And I would have guys come to me and they'd say, i got to lose about 30 pounds, you know. Uh, can you help me out before I go home? And so I would. And um, I would also teach adult continuing education on nutrition classes and how to become a certified trainer. So essentially I did that my whole life, you know, since 19, on and off. And then... Uh, throughout my gated community is what I like to call it. <laughs> and then uh, I came home and uh, my first job was a fitness job where Cindy and I eventually wound up working together. Right. I, I convinced her to join my fitness journey. And because she was so good at customer service, she was working in a deli, but she did such a great job in that deli. 
that customers would bring her flowers and thank you gifts. And I'm like, you would be a great coach because you're so relational. So once you can find a person with, with the right people skills, uh, the education anybody can get, right? You know, we can all learn different things that we need to know about kinesiology, physiology, uh, just things, you know, exercise techniques. But do they have a heart? Do they have a heart that cares about people? So Cindy and I were working for the same place. And I grew from trainer to manager to chief operations officer. And unfortunately, that place eventually had a different vision. Mm -hmm. And that was that the owner wanted to be the face of his own company. And so he let me go. And he let me go at a time in our lives where, wow, uh, our house had been flooded to the second floor. Wow. All this time away, Cindy's uh, staying with my family, my mother. God bless her. Opened up her home for my daughter and my wife to live there. And... So we finally get a home of our own, and it's been flooded to the second floor. We're living in a FEMA trailer, and it's a little bit after Thanksgiving when I was let go. And I say I was let go because Cindy was in there coaching on the floor when I was being let go, and it looked like a kind of like a Jerry Maguire movie, right? Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I poured my heart into this company. Yeah. I definitely uh, gave them 100 hours a week, and I had opened multiple locations for them, and, and I was just very passionate about what I did. I, they only trained a few clients when I got there. By the time I left that main location, they were training 200. Um, and so I was like, I know you all think I'm probably going to freak out right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that. And uh, she was like, I'll go with you, Jerry. Right? You know, uh, so Cindy actually left that day with me. And uh, from there, we became traveling trainers. Yes, yeah. we did. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Living on an unemployment check. Uh, still living in a FEMA trailer. Just, you know, wanting to still live our passion, but knowing that that wasn't going to be sustainable. Uh, You know, traveling to the clients rather than them coming to you, it's really tough to... There's only two of you, so I can imagine that takes a lot. Oh, it was crazy, right? We'd pick our daughter up from school. (laughs) We'd have stability balls in the back. We'd have kettlebells busting out our trunk. She'd be sandwiched between two stability balls. Oh, my gosh. It was was a little Nissan Sentra back then. And, uh, you know, we were making it work. But we knew that we were going to have to do something different. And I was faced with an important decision. And I think that since we're talking to other business owners, I think that we're talking to other people that live their dream, that follow their passion, that follow their purpose. And so back then, uh, there was quite a gas boom, and I thought about different things I could do to take care of my family. (laughs) But in the end, I decided that to do anything else would really be spiritual suicide. (laughs) And it was really interesting because... My father was going to church with this lady, Rosa, uh, local business owner of the Hair Hut, right? Rosa and Ray G. and Michael. And uh, he wanted me to meet Rosa because she had this space for rent. And I'm like, you know, I'm in a FEMA trailer. I got an unemployment check. What do you want me to rent it with? You know, like, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, my father being persistent, uh, we showed up to look at that space and and it was pretty crazy. You know, all these Christian quotes on the wall and Christian music playing and you know, I didn't know that anybody could be that overt in a business. Yeah. Um, and she's a, a fast-talking lady, and she tours us through the place, like, like almost like as if we're already living there, you know? And, uh, and she's like, okay, so this is where you'll have that, and this is where you'll do this. And, and I said, well, you know, I gave her the, my planned script. I said, well, thank you very much for showing us your space. Uh, we're living in a FEMA trailer uh, on an <laughs> unemployment check. And so if we ever have resources to rent in your space, you know, we'll let you know. And so she says... I don't care about any of that. All I know is that God told me you're supposed to be here. (laughs) And we look at each other and I, whatever your faith, whatever the listener's faith, it's not really about faith. It's just that we have these 
moments in our life that indicate whether or not we're supposed to follow through with something, you know, whether or not we can truly just move forward it's with like our confirmation. passion and purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cindy and I drove away that day saying, well, who can argue with God? Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> you know, right? yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and so we began uh, Journey Fitness in 1,300 square feet, uh, right below the Hair Hut Salon with only 14 members. And it quickly grew to five locations wow. in less than four years. And the reason it did is because Journey has always been focused on the customers. They say if you focus on profits, you'll lose your customers. But if you focus on your customers, you'll realize profits. And what we're about is a company that gives all the benefits of one-on-one while you're being trained in a group. And what that means is there's a lot of group classes out there. You know, I'm sure there's all kinds of things, spin and Zumba and uh, everything. You know, there's even workouts similar to ours, but they don't include the same things that we include. Like, for example... We want our people to come to the scale weekly, weigh in. We want to track their results. We want to help them set a new goal. Uh, we track them down when they don't show up. You know, it's not, it's not just a class you come to. It's like we know if you're missing and we're going to contact you about it. Uh, to help people with nutrition, that's 80% of the results, but most fitness programs don't address it. So we want to address that. We want them to turn in a food journal. We want to celebrate their success. I mean, ways that we celebrate it is... You know, if people hit 20 pounds of weight loss, we hang a medal around their neck. Like, if you get a medal for running the 5K, which lasts like 20 minutes, uh, you should be able to, well, maybe last an hour. I don't know. It depends on how fast you run. But you should be able to get a medal for something that takes you months. What does that do? As You know, you put that medal around their neck. Does that, are they just glowing at that point? You know, I think everybody wants to be celebrated and, and respected and appreciated for the struggle that they go through. And, you know, for somebody to lose 20 pounds... They had to say no to a lot of things that maybe they were at one time saying yes to, you know, <laughs> chocolates, wines, cheesecakes, who knows, you know, whatever their, whatever their uh, temptation challenge was. And they also had to say yes to a lot of tough workouts. They had to say yes to the alarm clock that goes off when they want to hit the snooze button. And we want to just appreciate their journey. Yeah, no pun intended, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it really is a journey. And, you know, you don't just get to get your six-pack and hit the hold button. So, you know, it goes up and down, and we're constantly reminding people of, you know, where they wanted to be and, you know, how they have to hang on to their results. Uh, it's funny, you know, weight maintenance is actually harder than weight loss. You know, no, you start it. to lose weight, and people are like, hey, you're looking great, you know. But then when you've lost the weight, nobody comes up to you and says, hey, you know, you're maintaining, you know. Like, you know, it's, it's just different. Um, so, you know, we really like to celebrate them. You want to talk about some of the other ways we celebrate people, Cindy? Well, you know, if it's their birthday, we um, acknowledge them, put a birthday song on, give them a birthday card. Uh, if they've been with us for a year, they get a one-year anniversary gift, a two-year anniversary <laughs> gift, and they're all different all the way up. So our new one will be seven years um, in April. So we'll have a you know person that's been with us seven years. We we you know give them a new gift. So we're always trying to celebrate. Um, any accomplishments, but even even personal, if it's not related to fitness, ex- yeah. exactly, yeah. And I was just gonna say, um, you know, if we know it's somebody's whatever, you know, twenty second anniversary that they've had, you know, we try to acknowledge that. Um, whether we're friends on Facebook or here at one of the sessions, you know, say, hey, I saw that, you know, it was your twenty third anniversary or whatever. Congratulations, you know. Uh, we we get invited all the time to retirement parties and and just different things, and we always try to to make sure that we go to different events for people 
um, because we are like a family. Yeah. So when we're invited to a retirement party or an engagement party or a wedding, I mean, in two weeks we're, we're going to Florida for, for a wedding. for um, Which we don't feel too bad about. Yeah, but twist your Yeah, and, um, you know, so we become family with people and try to, to be there for other accomplishments not just you know weight loss or their their fitness and not just the accomplishments you know uh that was the original it's up on the wall over there but the original mission statement talked about uh, you know we wanted to be able to track people down if they didn't show up we wanted to if they were in the hospital visit them yeah you know so we have a thing called fitness emergencies and that's if you haven't been in we'll actually track you down we'll go out in the community and in a loving way it's not like hey you gotta get to the gym let us drag you there it's like hey you have a goal and you made us a partner and it seems like you're falling off so how can we make a plan to get you back on track uh and then we're there for the hard times you know we've attended funerals uh you know and uh it's it's been really interesting the whole past over 20 years of being a coach because people share things with a coach they share things Mm -hmm. with a coach the way they share with a counselor and I know that it, it means a lot for us to be involved in their life, sometimes like extended family. Uh, in fact, we have even been called honorary uncles or aunts or <laughs> things like that at different times. Mm-hmm. So I would say that, you know, we're there for the good times. We're there for the hard times. We yeah. celebrate anniversaries. We also have a thing called our, our 333 Club mm-hmm. because Journey Fitness got rebranded as Journey 333. Uh, simply, it's... Uh, the 333 is just an insignia that uh, helped us with our trademarking to describe yeah. what we do. We're mind, body, spirit. We're mm-hmm. fitness coaching and nutrition. We serve three different customer types. Those who want to grow bolder and not older, the working professional, and even the young athlete, obstacle course racers. So there's our threes, but we have a 333 club. When you get to 333 visits, we have a nice little breakfast and everybody's sharing about their journey because the reason we celebrate anniversaries, the reason that we celebrate a 333 club breakfast is because I think Ernest Hemingway said it this way, it's good to have an end to journey towards, but in the end, it's a journey that counts, right? So it's, it's what we learn along the way, and you know, like we say, you're not going to get to your result and just always forever maintain it. There's going to be challenges and road bumps and things like that, so we want to celebrate consistency. It won't be a 21-day challenge that makes you fit forever. Yeah. It's going to be getting that in your routine. Success is in the routine, so we like to celebrate the things that are not only special to our clients, but that we know will bring them long-term success. Uh, And so I think that that's something that's often overlooked by businesses, uh, at least some that we go to. Oh, it's 100%. Yeah. And, and, you know, customer service is the foundation of marketing. People Mm -hmm. are always looking for their next Facebook ad or if I advertise here, will it matter? We have a thing that we do, and it's called our umbrella story. Uh, a good session happens where you're greeted when you come through the door by name and you're coached throughout the session a few times by name and you're thanked for your visit. But a great session happens when we notice that it's raining outside and we purposely have an umbrella by the door to walk you to your car. Mm-hmm. And why would we do that? Well, we do that because we want you to know that you're special. We want you to, we want you to still be able to visit a place where like a gas attendant is dressed in white and will not only clean your windshield and check your oil but also put gas in your car... Like, we want to be that kind of place, and that way when people go away, they're going to talk about that. So we do it from the heart, but it also serves us well because people are like, nobody's doing that. And when they can say that about your business, that nobody's doing that, you probably won't have to market so hard for your next Facebook ad or yeah. for your next uh, whatever it is, you know, uh, newspaper or whatever. 
I'll be right back with the rest of my interview with Travis and Cindy in just a minute. Hundreds of websites come across our desks here at One Click Agency every single year. And guess what? They're all making the same five mistakes. I mean, they're all basically making five simple mistakes and you are probably, probably making them too. So what we did is we wrote a PDF to help correct those mistakes. And you can find it at oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. You can either spell that out, use numbers, doesn't matter, it all points to the same place. See, if you're making one of these five mistakes, they're super easy to fix. This is foundational and basic stuff for your website. Some of these mistakes are equivalent to a dentist coming to me and saying, hey, no one is coming inside to schedule an appointment. And so I go to his office and I notice that his open sign is turned off for one. And second, there's a close sign on the front door. And the dentist just continues to stare at the front of his office and say under his breath, you know, I don't know why no one is coming inside. It's, it just baffles me. You know, so I turn to him and I say, well, if you turn on your open sign and then tear down the sign that says closed on the front door, then people are going to come in and book an appointment. These little website mistakes people are making that are that blatant. They're that blatant and for whatever reason they can't see them. And there are hundreds of people making these mistakes and I want to make sure that you're not one of them. I want to make sure that you see these mistakes. I want to point them out to you. So you can go to oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. It's completely free. Oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. And I'll explain what these mistakes are and how you can fix them. Oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. One of the things I've, I've said on the podcast a couple times is a book I read. It, it's called Never Lose a Customer Again. Mm -hmm. And he goes into find, like talking about, um, obviously, the customer experience and finding out what is important to your customers. And you guys do that. How do you guys dig in, and obviously not in a creepy way, but right. look into you know a, cust a new gym member's life, and this can go for any business owner, and say, you know what, that's important to them, yeah. and let's enhance that, let's capitalize it, let's you know, celebrate it. How do you guys do that? You know, would you like to answer? Well, you go first. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know if there's a set thing. Um, for us, like when they first come into Journey Fitness, um, it's the rapport building stage. It's, you know, like we sit down, we ask them some questions, you know, what are your goals? What are your limitations? You know, um, why is that goal important to you? And, we find out so much in that, you know, 45 minutes to an hour when we're doing an intake with somebody that, I mean, they'll break down and start crying. They tell <laughs> us personal things. Um, you, I guess it's if you care and you're kind and genuine, it shines through. Like, they immediately will start feeling comfortable enough to share personal things. They're going to know fake. It, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and there's so much during that, that first, because, of course, maybe they're nervous, they haven't been to a gym in a while, they, you know, maybe, you know, out of shape, overweight, whatever it is um, that held them back from, from going to a fitness center for so long. Uh, when they finally make it through the doors and you make them feel comfortable and special, 
it's amazing what they'll talk about. And so we immediately start finding out uh, personal things that it, that is important or that they've struggled with. Or, you know, people tell us about, you know, depression and mm-hmm. um, that they were suicidal and different things that they've lost in their lives. And so with that being said, we know things that are important to them and why this milestone means so much. And, and then we are their coach like from that day forward it's like it is as important to me as it is to the person that just walked through the door like I want them Mm. to succeed I want them to hit that goal so that they can feel proud of themselves and special and you know um, we've had women come in and, and say you know marriage is on the rocks you know I've put on all this weight I'm depressed I'm not myself anymore and the next thing you know it's like they're like, oh my gosh, we went and did this this weekend or that, and you know, uh, the connections coming back, and and it's so it's it's not just fitness. Like we help people in their lives, yeah. you know, um, live again and feel special and feel alive. And and I think that one thing that Cindy said uh, right there that I just wanted to emphasize because kind of went through that pretty fast is that we ask people why. We don't just ask them what they want to accomplish, but we ask them why they want to accomplish it. Mm-hmm. And it's funny when you ask them why a few times, just how dig, uh, how much you can dig emotionally, you know? And so we really dig down, and then once you get people emotionally connected to their goals, well, they're a lot more likely to achieve them because mm-hmm. uh, there's a saying that a trainer lights a fire under, one, under someone, but a coach lights a fire inside someone. And so we want to be a coach. We want to light the fire. And we can't light the fire until we get to the emotional connection of the goal. And every business would do well to figure out why the client wants to accomplish what they want to accomplish. Exactly. And what? so I know some people are probably going to be listening to this and saying, we have this many clients. How on earth are we supposed to remember all these goals? Sure. What Do you guys have a system where you, you write it down? Do you, you know, in an interview, obviously, they fill out a sheet. And you guys find out what you need to, you know, celebrate. Do you have... A system, like I said, do you write it down? How do you guys go about that? Yeah, so for us, we have a body composition tracking Mm -hmm. software called Body Evolver. Uh, Shout out to Mike (laughs) D'Angelo. He's running a great business with that. Uh, But the body composition software allows us to collect name, picture, goal, limitation, and even, you know, keep track of the progress towards the goal. Then we have coaches on our team, and based on when clients work out and how often they see a client or if they have a special connection with a client... We even divide our clients into tribes. And then that way, our coaches can follow up a little bit more often with a certain group. Because Cindy and I had this vision that, like, how can we maintain the same kind of care and attention that we had for the original 14 for what's now, you know, 1,200 throughout the different locations? Uh, So the, the secret is find a coach with the right heart that will care for a group the same way that we cared for the original 14 and the same way that we still care today for whoever we come in contact with. So I would say between our our systemized software and then, of course, having that system that we implement ourselves where coaches can kind of say, okay, this this is my tribe and this is my tribe. That is ingenious. I would have never thought of that. But, I mean, you know, like you said, you have 1,200 people throughout the the locations, and there are two of you. Mm -hmm. So you can't physically, you know, that's impossible for you guys to know it. So how did you get your tribe leaders or however you want to call it, you know, your coaches – on board with that because I, you guys have a passion for the business, but you also have to instill that in them. And they need to know, look, we need to celebrate too. Yeah. How did you guys do that? Was that tough? 
Well, I would say it's a growth mindset, right? Like, you know, growth mindsets learn from their struggle. Like, some people see, like, a struggle as the end of their ability. And I, I think that we see a struggle as, like, you know, how are we going to get better from this? And so we had to hurt, hit certain points where we're like, hmm, you know, we're just not tracking people as well as we used to. So what can we incorporate? Is it a software? And then we gave our team the talk and we're like, you know, hey, we want to treat every member like there's still only 14 people here. And we need you guys to help us by saying, you know, who you will be accountable for. And then, you know, so each coach pays a little extra special attention to this one or that one or tracks them down. And, and together, collectively, we can still make it like there's only 14 people here, yeah. you know. I think one, one thing that I want to say about that is um, it's the old saying, like attracts like. <laughs> and for, for us at, at Journey Fitness, being, you know, the, the business owners, um, when we interview somebody, there's certain questions. They don't just, you know, they go through a, quite a process in order to, to work here. Um, you know, we, we do an interview and then it's a trainer audition and then, you know, you got like a 30 day internship and you have to hit certain things. Like, do you integrate in with the rest of our culture and team? Do the members like you, you know, it's, so it's not just, can you be a good coach and loud and, 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 you know, how to, you know, make sure they do a good squat or a good deadlift. It's so much more than that. You want them to love people. It, you want them to, and, be able to find out. And they can. that is like in the initial um, interview that we do, we find out a lot about them. And will you go above and beyond? Is it okay if um, a member has your cell phone or if they're sick and in the hospital? Or are you the type of person that would go and visit them? Um, and that is who we attract. And if they don't fit that criteria, then they, they don't get to work so the journey So the fitness. training system of it yes. is severely narrowed down because you've already you've already gotten the people that you want and it's like they already get the vision because they have the same vision so it's yeah. it's not yeah. even like you have to try and force it on them and say look this is what we do and this is how you already have the the I mean nobody's perfect but almost perfect candidate for each mm-hmm. coaching position so really it's the the homework is what you did mm-hmm. you know and I think it's interesting too Cindy just gave a great point on business leadership when you look out at your organization it's going to be a reflection of who you are Absolutely. And so in some cases, we've been a little bit more removed from some of our membership. Like there's locations that we don't get to interact with. Um, you know, we, we do less sessions today because we're doing more back office support than what we used to. And so then we have members that are feeling very connected to our coaches. And it blesses us to see that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're excited. We're, we're happy about that. But also it gives us a certain amount of pride because we know that we're attracting people with our same heart. And so, you know, Lombardi, Coach Lombardi once said, he said, if I look out on the field and I see the team is doing great, I praise the team. But if I look out on the field and I see the team is doing bad, I look at myself. And so the idea is we need to look at ourselves and say, if we're attracting who we are, how are we doing with our leadership? Are we, are we still displaying that heart that says this is who we are? If your location is disorganized, you know, what's the leader like? Absolutely. Are they disorganized, yeah. right? So I think that, you know, just kind of a great leadership point that Cindy made about attracting like attracts like, the same heart, and that's really how we grow our coaches. And then we have an internship. Nobody's even hired officially until they make it through the internship because we want to kind of test those waters and make sure that it's 
authentically who they are, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, Cindy and Travis, thank you so much. Uh, I just want to touch really quick. You you recently wrote a book, right, Travis? So we have two books. Okay. One book called Journey Fitness, and it talks about uh, some of the adversity that we shared today. Because no matter who you are, you struggle. Yeah. You know, everybody struggles with something, and we all need to overcome. So we wrote Journey Fitness for that mm-hmm. purpose. And then we wrote 52 Amazing Journeys, which was a bestseller on Amazon.com in five different categories. And uh, that's about the journey of 52 of our members. We just wanted to, again, celebrate them and say, hey, here you go. And uh, we hope to someday do volume two. It was a big undertaking to do the first book. But uh, yeah, you can also check out 52 Amazing Journeys to Mm -hmm. see what it's like to work out here and what people have to say about it. That's perfect. Where can uh, my listeners find out more about one, Journey Fitness, and then you guys as well. Are you guys on social media, website? Yeah, definitely. Um, so they can go to Journey Fitness on Facebook. Uh, we are also on Instagram. Uh, we have our website, uh, journey333fitness.com. And, uh, you know, they, of course, are welcome to email me at Travis at journeyfitnesscoaching.com or uh, just come in and visit us. Come check it out. Well, guys, I appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast and uh, you guys are doing an incredible job thank you so much for really sharing with myself and every business owner listening well thank you for the honor this has been an honor thank you very much absolutely guys after my interview with Travis and Cindy I actually I walked out of their office and uh, the 9am class was just starting so there was about 20 people there and they were all ages. They were excited as all get out to be at the gym working out. One, I was just like, it's 9am. I'm still kind of half asleep. What's going on? Second, they were excited to work out, which was just crazy. They were high-fiving each other, laughing, dancing to the upbeat music. And this is all as they stretch. They hadn't even started yet. They were stretching out um, for their group workout session that was about to start. The instructor even went out to the parking lot as I was leaving and he was greeting every member by name as he invited them inside for the session. You know, after watching for a few minutes, I went home and immediately told my wife, Sierra, babe, mark my words and remember me saying this, their franchise, Journey333, is going to absolutely explode in the next few years. The way they celebrate their customers and make them feel special, it it really just stuck out to me so much. And I didn't tell Cindy and uh, Travis that I was going to do this, but if you had been wanting to own your own business and if you're passionate about people, you love fitness, then I would encourage you to reach out to to both Travis and Cindy about what it would take for you to be a part of their franchise. They're just starting the franchising um, movement or whatever you want to call it. They're just starting it right now. They've opened a couple of them and they're just starting to branch out with the franchise. So you can find out more at their website, journeyfitness333.com. Next week, I have business owner, Dr. Michael Spencer on the podcast from Empowering Pastors and Leaders. Here's a short clip of my interview with Dr. Michael. The Bible says um, that in the Council of Many, there's wisdom. What I've learned to do is to submit to somebody who's smarter than me. It's a good rule of thumb. That is a very good rule of thumb. It's very unseen today. And so for me, um, even now, I'm 32 years in the ministry. Uh, We have a church here that runs in-house almost 800 on a Sunday. 
And then we have a, a church in Ithaca, a church in Mansfield, both of those very successful, a church in Canada, a church in Kentucky, a church in West Virginia, four churches in Mexico, and one in Puerto Rico. We're considered a very successful church. But I still, to this day, I talked to my bishop this morning about a situation. It's not that I didn't know the answers, but there have been multiple times that I've had the answer. I've had the base answer, but he had a nugget that allowed the vision to go just one step further with less effort. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast. Uh, honestly, the numbers that have been seen come in just really show that you guys love what you uh, have been hearing and want to hear more. So I really encourage you guys to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review if you haven't done that already. Again, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening, we're on them all. You can leave a review or subscribe to the podcast and it really just helps get the word out to more business owners like you. And I would greatly appreciate you guys doing that. It doesn't take long, just a couple seconds. And thank you in advance for that. Remember, we want your competitors to see how you run your business and say to themselves, man, how did we not think of that? Oh, 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 oh